0: This is the Winning Plays podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. Winning Plays podcast is back in the Celtics season. It's here, Chris Forsberg of NBA. It's back Sports as well. Podcast. It's back. Did it ever go away. You're back. I'm back. Like it's it's kind of weird. I don't know, like m- most of the time. I feel like the the preseason kind of drags on, mm-hmm. but this this seemed to move that a at a fairly brisk pace to the point where it's like wow i'm kind of surprised that we're going to be do, having a real game in nights.
1: do you remember when we used to do 8 preseason games and how much that <laughs> oh my I mean God. i can't go back i think i blacked um, out
0: during that period
1: yeah i i keep trying to tell people like it was a it was a different different world back then and uh one that we should we should never ever go visit again no so even
0: though the mohegan sun trips were nice
1: they, um, yeah, you know, but the, the, then we had I mean not no disrespect. We had to go to like Manchester and Yeah, and it's Sometimes true. we have to go to Hartford. Yeah, I mean I, I kind of missed some of those spots. It was it was nice to 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 see those. Uh back in two thousand I don't think you were on the beat yet. Um uh, I wasn't. Uh I was just I, I actually tried to go as a fan. Um the, the they came to Worcester, my, my native land. The centrum. And, yeah, and then the ice from the Worcester ice cats melted up underneath and uh almost they had to cancel the game they tried to do like autographs in the atrium and they've never been back since i think they swore that they would never go back to worcester after that and it it breaks my heart so at some point worcester i will bring i will bring the celtics home for you but um for now i'm just trying to get brad to take training camp somewhere other than other than the Hourback center so you know baby steps at a time (laughs)
0: right we'll do nca tournament first and then uh yeah back in worcester A a little bit of everything Exactly. They they should do that though for like random bad end of regular season games. I feel like to like mix just to it, spice, like, spice them up. it up, just to
1: spice them up a little bit. Like I could, I would, I would love that. You know, like oh, the uh, the, the 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 Pistons or the Thunder are coming to town, but don't worry, we're going to like Vermont. You right. Know? Let's go. Let's go have a game up there or something. Make it let's a competition. Playing the, playing the Expo at the like let the Red Claws play the first half of a doubleheader and. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, we, we can save these ideas for further down. Right. No, this we is we got a season we got to season the a we season, the yeah, season. Where we're at, but the, we're workshop dead, But actually, you know what? Can we? Can, I I don't mean to, as as always. I don't mean to hijack your podcast, but uh, I I haven't had like a late week episode of my own, so I, I need to uh, I need to ask you about something. Uh, something before the season starts is uh, the Grant Williams extension. Yes. And so you had a very uh, educated piece when in talking to Grant on MassLive.com and where you laid out why you don't think will happen. Uh, I said at the start of the week you know, it's weird. Like, cause I think Brad loves extensions and I he think does. they will. And the only thing that will make this thing move is a deadline. And so Monday is going to be sort of the day where everybody gets back together and says, okay, like where are we going with this? And like, do I think something's going to happen? I don't know. I think it's a coin flip. Um, I think it's more, but, but I I'd probably lean if I had to pick, like you said that it, it, it doesn't happen, but I don't think I can just unequivocally slam the door on it. My thing, whole thing is like, okay, I get it from both sides. Who, who where is Grant going to get a, more money from next well, that, last season?
0: Yeah. Well, that's, and that's why I think like Grant, I was with you of being like, well, this is like a, a coin flip situation of getting done. But then I talked to Grant about it and he was, uh, and I brought up some of the other names yeah. that come up and he was to my surprise being like, Nope, I'm, that's like, that's not my, that's not my category then. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, and I get it from his verse. Like, you, you and there's that's no like fault on Grant in terms of like no uh, you should know, you, you should make, always
1: value yourself bet,
0: bet on yourself and you know he's in a situation where he's going to get lots of opportunity this year so if he kills it then things may change for him but at the same time the realities of the market and are are what they are for a guy like him and mm-hmm. I think that for something to get done this weekend he's the one that's going to have to like readjust and realize hey you know. I, I could give myself some protection in here and probably still right. get a deal that's it's not gonna right. be much worse than I was gonna get in a in a year from now.
1: I think they both have some like wiggle room, right? Like I, do, yeah. I trust that the Celtics, as you wrote, are probably holding firm around that mid-level money. They just gave Rob like slightly north of that. And I think they're willing to get up to there. Um, but if certainly if Grant's like valuing himself in the $17 million range, like that's probably too right. too too big of a bridge to get. But if he's valuing himself at 14, $15 million. Can you bridge that gap? I wonder. I think the one thing I would say from, and I understand, again, I understand both sides. I think like part of me says like we're in these situations. Sometimes you got to bet on yourself and you got to just kind of like trust that, you know, when you get to that negotiating table, you're going to give that other side reason to do it. Um, but I wonder you know, my fear for for Grant is you overplay your hand a little bit, and now you're sitting there next year, and the only qualifying, you know, only thing above a qualifying offer you got is either something under the the mid level, like call Kyle Anderson and ask what right? kind of money you're going to get as a versatile power forward, or it is north of the mid level, but okay, you're going to go make fourteen million dollars to play in Indiana. How how you feeling about that? And I just think you know both sides need to to to, to sort of understand that. And the other thing for me is like just the idea of playing with a clear mind and here I go full Brad Stevens. Um, you know, it's hard when these things linger over cause you're always thinking about them, and all of a sudden you get in a slump and you're thinking about it. I think there is a great value in sort of uh, clearing your head before season and all that. And Hey, like, look, it's not the worst thing. There's been plenty of guys, even in the Danny Ainge era, everyone said like no one signs extensions in the Danny Ainge era, but uh, there were offers out there that that probably should have got to the finish line, and were really, really more close than anybody could know to getting to the finish line. And guys bet on themselves, and then the next year they signed at either a little bit more money or like whatever. But sometimes I wonder if it's worth the quibble to uh, to get there. So I'm, I'm fascinated to see what happens. I, 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 I again, I, I, I err on the side of nothing, but um, you know, it's a it's a fascinating situation to to kind of watch. Is it, because it's a it's a fun staring contest because.
0: You look at Grant's side, and he's looking at the Celtics to be like, listen, like, they're screwed if they lose me, like, in the future. Like, they have no way to replace me. And I know that, and they know that. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. like let them off the hook here. But Fair. the Celtics side is what you just laid out as being yeah. like, okay, Grant, okay, go. Yeah, let's go find some teams that are going to, you know, sign you an offer sheet for above the mid level exception. It, it just doesn't happen much. Yeah. Certainly not for his type of players. Like, yeah, Kellen Johnson got. 18 or 20 million dollars per year guess what like you're not Keldon johnson and you're mm-hmm. like and you're never going to have the the type of upside offensively that he presents um
1: what is grand ceiling i don't mean to turn this into the grand podcast yeah, but like it's, that's
0: always it's, it's a good discussion like i don't know i'm a little bit more excited about a ceiling now after this preseason i don't like a yeah. too
1: much in, but it's like some of those dribble drives i'm like okay this is like a dimension can I tell you what like the two most common questions I've gotten this offseason are? You'll guess one easily. Like <laughs> the first question is what happened with Ime?" Right. And then after I after I, <laughs> after I, I Euro stepped that one and in lay in, into the layup, uh people go, Do you see that Grant Hezzy the other yeah. night? Like, you know, and, and so that's good. That's that's great that it, in a, in what was essentially a shortened off season that Grant was able to add to his toolbox. And I think that's important for young players, and that's huge for him going into what amounts to a contract year. Uh, I just wonder, you know, once they're healthy, there's a lot of depth here and it's going to be hard to sort of prove yourself. And so he's got these first few months could be really vital for Grant in terms of establishing himself. And yet, I don't know outside of more consistency in the playoffs, what he's going to show us. Like, look, all, the, all that stuff is great, but I think your ultimate value is what can you do when, when it matters most? And uh, like, cause I know Grant Williams is a NBA rotation player. And I just don't know if he is a super high level role player off the bench, or if he is the Al Horford eventual secession plan, if he develops his game that much. And so, you know, like, again, these are, this is the, I mean, I don't know if the average NBA fan nerds out over this stuff as much as I do, but like, these are the fun little like game within the game that, that, that I, that I enjoy. Cause like, you know, the, the money and like how you put together a team and, and how you build it out and how you make people feel comfortable. And so uh, I just hope that if it doesn't get done that both sides, again, don't, don't have to like stress too much about it into the future.
0: Yeah. Cause that is, I think a kind of an underrated part of, of last season was the fact that all these guys were on long-term mm-hmm. heels. And I think that given all the, the struggles at the start of the season, that probably made it a little bit easier for them to run you know, the buy-in and get on the same page and, you know, grant to his credit. I mean, I don't, he's not the type of guy I think would, would fall prey to that or like, this year, but at the same time, like you said, if you if he goes zero for twenty four again from three mm-hmm. to start the year, like he's had some really good seasons shooting three, and they may be outliers. We don't know yet. Like this is we're gonna find that out from a sample size standpoint. And I don't know. It's like for for all his upside could be that like he's still like six foot five, yeah. And so like that that might
1: it's hard. All of a sudden, it's really. I, I do think. I, I think the other thing the Celtics should value from their perspective is that he is incredibly liked by this group. And yeah. even the other night that the shamrock foundation gala, they gave him the community award and the whole video was the, though like players roasting him. And, you know, that, <laughs> and he actually came up there and was laughing about it. And then they gave him a personalized katan board with the Celtics colors. And like, you know, there, I think there's a lot of support for grant in house. You've seen the way Jason gravitates towards him, the way that like he lightens the mood. And so I just hope, again, that's why I keep hoping that both sides sort of see the benefit in each other and if your goal is truly to just win a title, can they get to that middle ground and eliminate one other potential distraction? And so I'll be fascinated to see if they get there.
0: Absolutely. All right. I'm going to give... I'm going to throw some... This is going to be a, a season preview type theme for the rest of the way here. And I think Grant, you hit one of them. That was going to be a question there, the extent of and just his role. I should,
1: have, I should have known you'd have it in there. No, but just, no, I, it It's out great. of my mind.
0: It's organic though. This is way. Yeah. This is like we, we get it out of the way here. So I'm going to throw you... Some players, some numbers, some possibilities just to, okay. to, to digest here. I'm going to do that in a second after we hear from our sponsor, Bet Online. Oh. Since football is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season, you can find the latest football and team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And it's your best source for all sports wagering information, including live betting, free contests, and live scores. So you can find the easiest, neat, Easiest way to bet on all your favorite teams there and as, well as other sporting events, MLB playoffs, this NBA season, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. So head on over to betonline.g to join, receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code CONS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. All right. We started with great. I want to stick bigs here. I'm going to go Al Horford. And I want to make this an over-under. Okay. Al Horford. Under. <laughs> <laughs> my thought here is like how high can i make
1: the uh, <laughs> game, game total kid? go
0: interesting um well i'll put it to you this way what what's the most more interesting number for you would it be games played games- or minutes played
1: i would say minutes because what, what was it 2400 last year yeah including playoffs so and that felt exorbitant right uh, like right. And, so, and i also thought i thought it was weird and i, I keep i'm sorry I'm, I'm like again hijacking but um I thought it was weird that on Media Day, he'd like shot down the idea of not playing <laughs> back to backs, like, of, 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 of not sitting out. I'm sorry, not sitting out back to backs. Like, why wouldn't uh, the Celtics have to rest him? You know, he's 36. He's going to be a prideful, 37 guy, and prideful
0: guy. It's like, hey, I, and no, I, I, I
1: uh, 100%, I get it. And honestly, like, too, you think about it, it's contract year for Al. Like, if he wants two more years of just being, he's not going to make $26 million, but he's going to make something, you know, and I, I totally get the prideful part of it and you should want to be out there every night. And, and look, if all he's saying is, you know, start of the year, we don't got Rob, I need to be out there. And you want to throttle down. If you get the midseason, you're like, all right, Rob's back. You know, these younger bigs have had a chance to grow. Now I'm going to sit out the second night of back-to-backs. That's great. But there's four back-to-backs I think in the first three weeks or four weeks or whatever. Um, yeah. I really don't want to see them putting them out there. I, I would, I would hope whatever you want to throw out there games, played minutes. I, I hope it's under, I would like to, I got to think he's got to be under 2000 minutes this year. And maybe that does create more opportunity for grant to bring in full circle from the first part of this conversation. But yeah, 24, just, and I don't even think he dipped that much in the finals, but I think they all were like on empty at the end of that thing. And with with someone like Al, you need, you need him on, on, on at least, you know, a quarter tank in the finals. To
0: his credit, he was the one of the only guys that showed up in game six. Yeah, Um, And like, he had obviously his minute moments in that series, but like you said, he was, the, the fact that there are guys that were more empty than him in that postseason was is was alarming. Kind of crazy. Well, kind of crazy. But I guess it's true to him for now. Now he's not coming off of a thirty game season with uh you know half a year off in Oklahoma City. Now he's coming off of a an absolute grind, and so I'm a few like you can say all you want about the back to backs and the good news for the Celtics too. Opening the season, the back to backs are like Orlando, New York. Detroit. Yeah, like, that's true. You can get away with all those. So mm-hmm. my so over or under for minutes. 26. Can they get under 26 per game for him? Is it? Can they get away with that and still win enough games is my question.
1: And so I think everybody's going to be, not not like artificially inflated, but like they're going to have to play bigger minutes at the start of the year. And you just use the fact that, okay, they're coming off three months off. They want to show good. They know how important it is for them to start. So I do think that number is probably the over until maybe Christmas. And then hopefully, you know, where you stand in the landscape. Hopefully you're starting to think about, trade deadline moves that might add some depth at that position or, you know, somewhere on your roster. And then you, you kind of throttle down. I think by the end of the year, I would be surprised if that number hits the over, I think they, they just think it's gotta be, it's, I would, you know, it's so weird to say, because 26 doesn't sound like a lot. And, but it's for Al, it's probably going to be 25. So, you know, 10 at the start of each half. And then the last five, like right. if, if you need it, or you just know. Like
0: even six at the start of each half, and then just yeah. kind of break it up that like, really, I feel like, I feel like
1: I got I, I to go back and look at the preseason game. I felt like he played some longer, longer stints. And maybe that's just like the whole, you know, once he's warmed up, keep him out or whatever. But um, yeah, like, even if, just like you said, if he goes six and five, you know, 22 minutes and, and, you know, there's gotta be a way to, to keep that number reasonable without like overtaxing him. All right.
0: We'll go from there. I think a pretty big unanswered question to the series, like who, who's the actual backup center here? Like what is going, we have, we have a lot of options going on. I know it can change, but you look at who's it going to be, who's going to be the starting lineup. Mm -hmm. Like, is that going to change night to night? Like, I feel like they're, they're, they're going to have a lot of depth there. They're going to keep Vonlay understandably. So he's done enough this preseason to bring that spot. You need him anyway, because just with the numbers. Kevin Gelly obviously may work himself, at least have a chance to like have minutes on nights that I was off but Like, when all is said and done here, who's actually going to be, you know, rise to the surface and be playing in the, in the nine or ten minute rotation off the bench?
1: So I think we've said it all year, like they really like Cornette. I hope he's healthy enough to not like sort of falter his performance at the start of the year because there will be a lot of overreaction. They're like, oh, see, I told you, Ooh. Luke Cornette can't play. But if he's hobbling around, like, I don't know how much you can you can gauge from that. Um, you know, my, I guess when you're reading the question as if it's going to just be the theme of the day, like I, my mind went to Grant and like we even heard like someone asked Jason earlier this 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 offseason and they said something like uh are you okay with playing the four you know what about the five and he and he said no yeah that's fine I can I'm I'm gonna I'm there like the second tallest dude on the court uh, on this team so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the biggest guy for us in in certain lineups but like Grant can guard the fives and you know like as if okay I'll be out there I'll be the center of sorts but Um, And I just think that's the way it's going to be. You're going to see small ball lineups with Grant. I think I'll see small ball lineups with Malcolm. And they're just going to have to to figure it out. And can you stay small and not get punished on the glass or defensively? Can you get away with having, you know, Marcus Smart, we know he's going to switch on to Embiid like 10 times on opening night. and be and we're going to hear all the stretch six jokes, and it's going to be, you know, but that might just be the way it is. Like you're just kind of cobbling it together along the way. Because I don't think no matter how good, or or how much you need them. I don't think Cornette and Cabanjeli and um, you know Vonley. all Vonley and all that like are, are going to play like excessive minutes. They're just sort of there to bridge the gaps that you can't. And that's why I think they felt comfortable all along that they can get by. And then Blake, you know, Blake is essentially one of your backup fives, right? Because especially at the start of the year, you're just going to throw him out there and you're going to see if you can get away with it defensively. And as long as he's taking charges and moving the ball offensively, maybe that's enough to, to get you through.
0: Yeah. I mean, Blake is the clear wild card on that front. And I agree. Like the going small, like that's the strength of their team right now in terms of the personnel so that'll be an easy choice to make against teams that you know are happy to go small if you anyway because Mm -hmm. but the 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 intriguing thing for me is like against against philly for instance on opening night it's like okay are you are you putting grant on mb Mm. and like praying for that are you saying okay who can we can connect give us five minutes can can vomit his freedom can give can as, as, like right
1: as as a guy who enjoyed the ns freedom era and like <laughs> it, it's been interesting to watch in the post script but like he could go out there and and, and at least hold up and, and joust like i'm not saying they were great minutes but at least you had somebody who you felt like could go give a little hand-to-hand combat bat with him and so uh like i think luke is big enough to, to handle it like i don't think it's going to be pretty at all times and i think he's going to have moments where you're like oh but who is out there? Who's your who, what? What backup big? What starting big in the league fares well in those situations? So I think you just have to live with it sometimes uh, and hope that the the talent at the other positions on the court uh, sort of mask your deficiency of that one.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they've they turned down an option at a lot of other bigs, you know, beyond I like beyond yeah. in terms of bigger guys, like even someone like Carroll. I heard they could you know you could have had even mm-hmm. a stab at him, but they said, "Oh, we like Luke Cornett." We, obviously Von was more of a flyer, but he looks like he can provide the more of the if you need the rebounding guy, him or yep. Kevin Gelly will be that. And I'm I'm fascinated to see because if this rest plan for Al Horford comes to be, like those guys are going to have to play, and we'll see if they're up to the, the task. And
1: look, if it's a huge deal, like at Christmas, you start scouring the market. You know, right. one of the things Brad said over the off season was that ownership has given him the green light to spend if the big position turns out to be as much of a problem as we, as probably like all of us have collectively made it, whereas like, you know, we're an 11 and a half on the panic meter outside the Celtics organization. And for whatever reason, internally, it seems like it's a three and, you know, but if they get into the season and just realize it's a bigger deal than we think, then they'll, they'll make a move. And then, you know, it's hard to make trades based on what they've got, but not impossible.
0: Let's take a quick break here to hear from our sponsor, LinkedIn Town Solutions. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. I've been on LinkedIn myself for years. I know it's led to a few opportunities through connections I've made on there in my writing career. And so it's definitely a place you want to be on to find a new work opportunities or to hire someone for your small business. It's incredibly easy to create a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs. You just post about who you're looking for, add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're, you're hiring on there. There are simple tools you can use like screen questions that make it really easy to focus on the candidate's that might have the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you want to interview for position and make that hire. It's time to finish the year strong, only a couple months left in the year and finding that right team member can help your business get over to the top. And it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So here's the deal. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Winning. That's LinkedIn.com slash winning to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And now back to the show. All right. That brings us to the next one. Ooh. Celtics trade, January 15th. Before or after.
1: Interesting. Uh it feels like in recent years they've loved to get their work done early. And yet, like uh they obviously went all the way down to the wire with with Derek White. Um, I think they'll know beforehand that I think they have learned the value of getting someone in-house early as possible to get them the reps. Like if it's someone that legitimately you're going to have to lean on down the stretch and whether that's to patch, the big man position, whether that's an injury that comes up, then I say under, so like earlier than January 15th. Um, otherwise if it gets past it, you know, I don't know. I think and then it, it more comes an issue of other guys that aren't playing that you're just trying to move. Are there, Goals to satisfy, like looking into the future. Is it just tax related? Um, I could see those sort of deals going a little bit deeper, but I think if it's going to be a legitimate move, I'm going to say right around, right before January 5th. Is that, that, that's the day everyone can be traded, right? So like that's that one, that's, so
0: December 15th is free agents, and then January 15th is another day, like right. another checkpoint day where more. So as guys long as it's
1: trained. not, as long as it doesn't involve anybody that needs to hit that checkpoint, I think it's before.
0: I'm I'm disagreeing with you on this. I'm going after because. I'm k I am i do not think we see Rob until like early January. And I think they want I think they'll want to gauge that. And I agree with if you do want to get guys in the door, if that's gonna be someone who's gonna be in your playoff rotation, and I would imagine teams that want to tank this year will want to be, you know, getting rid of good players sooner rather than later. So I could see it happening before the team, but I wonder, and this will lead to a a follow-up question on the trade stuff right now for you, is where do you What's your bet on where, if you're going to have one Ooh. real swing at a rotation player, where do you go for? Her? Do you go for yeah. a wing or do you go for a big?
1: I mean, didn't we didn't we see in the playoffs they really needed one more wing? And, you know, I, I just hate this. I, I keep going back to it. It just felt like the Warriors had one more wing. And you just didn't. You didn't. Like, who are you leaning on? You couldn't count on anybody on that bench. And you'll be a little bit more assured this year with what you've got. You don't like, like what you
0: see from Justin Jackson?
1: Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he did have that one half man. Like all of a what sudden, what a turnaround scor- for him, though. By the way, uh, unbelievable. Like, after but the he, worst he, half ever, <laughs> he went from like people thinking he was going to get waived at halftime to people like wondering if they maybe should lock him up for three right. years just to be safe. <laughs> and so, uh, I do love the polarizing swings. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, like, for, and and this is just based on like how weirdly assured they seem at the center position. It makes no sense from the outside, and yet their confidence that they exude about being able to get by with what they've got suggests to me that they want to leave the flexibility to pursue all positions. And that wing by that point, if nothing more than to save some gas for Jason and Jalen could be a bigger need than, than the big. And yet like every indication is, we'll probably be talking about every big man for the next four months. So we go, you know uh, I guess it also comes down to like, who's available. I actually had a great, someone in the mailbag said like who, what big man can they go get from a, a tanking team. And I'm like, that's actually a really good question because, okay, you know, pick every team that's going to be in the Wemby sweepstakes and go through like San Antonio, Pirtle. And you can start thinking about Oklahoma city and, you know, like which team or Utah, like, so I think you did that. You did the exercise, right? Utah has nobody they can really trade for at least right now.
0: Oh, they have the clinic though. They didn't get get the, get the oh, clinic. Oh, I didn't
1: think about that. That's changed in post-site, right? Yeah. Um, what's he making this year?
0: He's making like what? 11. They could get there. I don't think, but I don't think that's a guy like that's not someone. Cause it's like, is he going to play in the playoffs? Like probably not like, let's like, not, no, not, and you don't want to make a really and and year.
1: I, You're not making a move to just get somebody who gets you to the finish line this year. Right. You want so, someone who
0: can play in your like top eight or top nine, if you're going to yeah. make
1: that kind of a move. So, yeah. So I, I don't know. I guess I, I guess I'm going to, I don't know. i sometimes I'm, it almost feels like I'm just trying to say something to be different, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say wing is the bigger priority come that point of the year.
0: I agree with you. It should be all right, I, I'm not, but I don't know. But I, but yeah, again, if, if Rob is a question mark, if he mm-hmm. comes back and it's like he's not,
1: he Rob ain't going to be a question mark.
0: I mean, not. I don't question what he can do. I question <laughs> I whether
1: he can stay he can healthy. And that's, you, well, is Malcolm Brogdon staying healthy?
0: Well, that's. I mean, that's that's true. That's a pretty.
1: If if, so. if he goes
0: down, things could.
1: That's no. the thing. And that's why I think we, we can say like they have good depth in the backcourt right now. But you're one injury away from being like, ooh, you know, like now Peyton Pritchard's is playing a ton of minutes. Now you don't have the versatility to go small because Brogdon can play up. And so I, I think there's just it's all connected. I, more than anything, we just got to see it right. Like real games with real rotations will tell us a whole lot more than what I can engage off of uh, all these games against the Charlotte Hornets. Is there a question in there about Gordon, Gordon Hayward's haircut?
0: Oh, or like his next trade. But no, not that we can. We can bring that up to the service right now. Did,
1: I, did I, you see it? Can, can we just. Can someone posted
0: that today. Someone posted that on Twitter. I, yeah. I got the good look at it. Um, I, I
1: text, I'm i just going to say I texted my barber. I was like, is this a trend <laughs> that I need to be aware of? And he said, no. And so. Um, Didn't you share I,
0: barber of Gordon Hayward, by the way?
1: That's well, back in the day we did. Back in the day we did. When he was when he was in Boston, the first barber I went to. Yeah, he was uh, he was he was involved in the in the uh my 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 new bobber who is just a little bit closer to home uh although i still consider like everyone part of my bobber family because they all uh they've all they've all helped along the way uh it, this one is just a matter of uh uh my my guy nick is is uh super convenient now although he's turning into a rock star too he's like he's on jet planes and stuff like that so oh, uh yeah uh, i would say um yeah, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I hope, I hope there was just a, I hope like his kid said, "We'll cut your hair this time," and they, <laughs> and, he, and some, and something happened because uh, unless he's growing a mullet, I'm not, I'm not sure what's happening there. It's, I know that wasn't one of your questions, but no, I just I had, mean, it's I,
0: important. Like the, uh, it, 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 that's a trade me out of Charlotte haircut.
1: I think I, I th- <laughs> there's going to be
0: a lot of those haircuts this year. Can you think now too of like the the sliding doors like Hayward? Oh my gosh! Situation? Like if he was still here. Like how how would that be at this point, given his? I mean, obviously you never know if injury stuff, but like,
1: it is fascinating the time time to, kind of, to kind of think about like what what how would everything have changed? And you don't have Al probably in that instance. You I mean, is he just injured last year or two years. I mean, yeah, just it like, really is crazy. I mean, the whole, and like then you throw Terry into that mix, and what if Terry's? I don't know. It, yeah, we could it's, we, we could go down a whole wormhole. We'll save that um, for for an off week. Yeah, no, that, um, my hair would look similar to Gordon Hayward's. If we started <laughs> trying to try to unravel that, that shoelace knot.
0: <laughs> all right, let's go to another story. And I'll just bring up Jalen here. Cause I think his, he's looked really good this preseason. Mm-hmm. Um All counts locked in the, uh, what, what percentage odds would you give him of entering like the all NBA conversation and opening the door to the, the uh, the supermax, sure uh, possibility. Like, is that is that realistic for him at this stage of his career, given the the talent around the league right now? Uh, I think it.
1: I think it's tougher now that like you know Kawhi's healthy and stuff like that. I think it gums it up that his his essential position. Although he does have a little bit of he's always like doesn't he show up on the All Star ballot as a guard? And, right, I think he'll have
0: know, a little he, flexibility there for.
1: So, you know, that's a great question, because now I need to go back and look, because like last year and the whole Embiid thing with the forward and the center thing, like, does that happen again? Does like, you know, does Embiid take a forward spot and then you're slotting Paul George or Kawhi down to a guard and like that could factor into whether Jalen's in the mix more than he he isn't. But I'll say this, if the Celtics win and they're as good as we expect them to be, both Jalen and Jason are in that conversation. I fully expect Jason will be first team All-NBA this year. And... You know, again, based on like the crazy position stuff. Um, but, you know, like it gets difficult. It gets hard once you start thinking if, if, is LeBron on there? Are the Lakers more respectable than they were last year? Where is he slotting? You know, what, like, what is just the landscape of the NBA and like who's healthy? Who, uh, who plays enough games to make it? But like watching Jalen coming back and being sort of same finals, first quarter awesome Jalen. Uh, yeah. I'm really bullish on like, Jalen's sort of he wants it this year, and um, I think that's a huge part of of like why people can be pretty bullish on the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I know I didn't really answer your question. I like, so like just so give, so give that me we're, percent. So when, when when we when we rewind the tape and everyone holds us to these these and says, "God damn, you were wrong on everything," um, <laughs> I'll say if I had to, like if I had to bet, I'll say I am just to keep with the fifty one forty nine of Grant's extension. Like I'd say. certain he probably does not get all NBA just because of the log jam. But like, there's a really good chance that if people get hurt or if he just has a really good year, he does get it.
0: Yeah. I think I'm going to put it, I'm less um, high on his chances just for because of the log jam. And just the, I just think the like the assist turnover situation for him is always going to make it like tough for me. But at the same time, with, if they play smaller, and mm-hmm. you know he's going to get out, he's going to have a lot more spacing and room this year with the the shooting round. If if Hauser's shooting translates and Broggan out there, it's like oh crap! Like Brown could really just like yeah. tear it up if against uh, the right opponents here. So I'll say twenty percent.
1: I okay. think that's all I'm, I'm I think that's fair honest, like again yeah. if, you're, if you're if you're judging it based on the landscape of the league it's it gets a lot more difficult to factor into like there's 15 spots but he's really only eligible for you know because you know point guards and centers like you're talking about uh now you're down to like 10 spots or whatever that you're 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 kind of jockeying over or eight or whatever you want to call it six really if you're just talking about forwards and you know if Kawhi's good although I wonder how many games Kawhi's gonna play yep. um you know there's, there's a whole bunch of wild cards in that but um yeah, it it's definitely, put it this way, I don't think we would have been having this, is Jalen going to make all NBA conversation last year and as good as he was, and now it's like a legitimate topic.
0: 100%. And he's already he's already talking himself into preseason games where the rest of the regulars are off. So you wonder wow. how high his minutes will be this year. But the the injury situation for him does have to be something to, to keep tabs on too, just based on his history there. All right, we got a few minutes le- left. Let's go rabbit fire here. All right. We need to hit. You know, I don't do
1: rapid fire, but I'll, I'll try.
0: Sam Hauser, thirty over seven, thirty-seven percent from three. Over
1: under. Over. It's got to be over. He's gonna have so many open looks. If he's under thirty-seven, he's he'll, he'll be in Maine,
0: Ooh. like getting reps. Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: like because like you got you got to be better.
0: All right, Malcolm Brogdon. Whoa, well, you got to an answer. Oh, I'm going under. I'm gonna say thirty-six, which is but it'll still be like it'll be a good thirty-six. Wow. I don't okay. know. Like I, I guess. I guess 36 is Okay. All right. I'll, I'll say, I'll take draw 37. All right. All right. Um, Malcolm oh, wow. Brogdon, minutes per game, 20, 28.
1: Ooh, same deal. Like by the end of the year, probably in line with where I'm thinking. And especially cause like, but even at the start of year, you don't want to overtax him and, and get hurt. I'm going to, I'm going to say though, I think just based on personnel right now and the heightened role, he'll probably play at the start of the year. I will say over. Plus he wants going, to
0: play. I'm, he wants to play. I'm going under. I want to protect him. Like that guy is injury prone. You have all these extra guards. Get Peyton Pritchard six minutes each half. Keep him
1: which would be minutes. actually be the prudent play like they should have given Sam Hauser minutes last year and so right. I'm all for like stretching that well, a little bit.
0: I was texting with someone the other day. And was like, why wasn't Sam Hauser given a shot? at something? like after like the second preseason game you're just like, and I know Eme, run fake guys and that worked for a while, but then yeah, it wasn't working. It, it was like,
1: it's it, like. I mean, look, it, it took it took Pritchard until Schroeder got booted to, sure. to like get in there. So I, I think they were hopeful. And I think, well, you know, there was in-house desire for, I think, Aaron Niesmith to get minutes and that complicated thing. So it just took a while for that to, to to find a way to get. But I do hope I think Missoula will be more open to, to finding some ways. And I'm guilty of that Niesmith hype, too. So. Blame that on blame oh, that on my over a... over um, I scrambled those hype trains.
0: Did you I, I saw a Romeo Langford video I did not back. even did watch the, the t- t- I already t- had <laughs> I already had one
1: block. I can't you have to watch,
0: watch it. This.
1: Did you yeah, did the it, same it was, thing as me. I was like, was, nope, I've lived this, can't do it. Sorry. It was
0: it was two and a half minutes against Utah in the preseason. <laughs> I was it was unbelievable. It was like, <laughs> look at this, look at this. Thing. Like he followed the ball there, but then he got it back and then he finished it. I was like, okay. <laughs>
1: I will say this like guys like him and niesmith are going to play a lot and there's going to be Whoa. nights where you look up and they're going to have good nights. and You're going to be like, damn, did, did they give up? But I mean, I think we, we had a large enough sample with, with both guys to know that at least in, in the case of Neesmith, he was never going to get the minutes here. And with Romeo, it just, just didn't have the motor. And uh, you know, they got to find a way to, to get him cranked up more when he's out there. Cause he has the ability, all the ability.
0: Is Payne Pritchard going to be on the Celtics at the end of the year?
1: Oh man. I think it's going to be easy. Uh, I would say yes, because I think there's a lot of support for Peyton and there's an understanding that it's just tough. And if nothing else, I mean, Blake Griffin loves him. Like they're playing beer pong together. They're like, he's always got his (laughs) arm around him. So uh, I would say, I think they are all rooting for Peyton. And uh, I think as long as he understands and doesn't get frustrated that there's times this year that he won't have minutes, uh, that he's on the roster.
0: Make sure if you didn't check it out already, Forsberg has a great one-on-one of Blake where he goes into his beer pong.
1: Um, What's funny is that Blake, interview like, was Jack Hire's was, was his uh, that that interview was like fifteen minutes long and six of it was golf and I had to edit out all the golf. <laughs> I, stuff. Know, I was wondering, I was like, we should yeah. do a separate one.
0: Just do like yeah, that should have yeah. Blake but, maybe golf. Can, It could be yeah. a weekly. Uh, he,
1: he was really good. He was really good on it, and I, I kept the Tatum stuff, but um, yeah, with the I, live tour. At one point, I, I I looked up and I said, "You probably don't want to hear me talking about golf anymore," <laughs> and he was like. And, and he didn't say no. <laughs> so we just kind of moved on organically from there.
0: But good connections. Good vibes thank for you two thank you. out of the gate here. <laughs> All right. I'll wrap up here. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. The big question? Give me, give me, give me no, no big, we're not, we, we'll, I'll let you save your, your records and your, your rankings. We'll, we'll save that for nice. uh, your, for NBC. Uh, nothing. Do you, have, do you have a hot take on, on Joe Mazula to start the year?
1: Um, I, I don't know if I have a hot take. I, I think have a he, take. I, I have a lukewarm take. My lukewarm take is people keep asking me. That's probably the third most popular question after email. They can't give you any information. <laughs> and then like, uh, is Grant going to be awesome with the Hezzy? And uh, then it's, so what about this new guy? And I say the same thing. I say, he's been thrown into a tough situation, Uh, but typically in the NBA talent wins out and that, he comes from what I would call like the school of Brad in terms of like demeanor and like how I think he'll, how, how, how I think he'll coach. Like, I don't, I don't know for sure, but I just like, that's just the sense I get like you in the playoffs. It was weird. He was very excitable. He would be jumping off the bench to like run defensive sets. But I think when you're in that big chair, there's just a different sort of poise you have to have and a a way you carry yourself. And I think having Brad there as a sounding board will further help bring
0: i want the emotion i want the stone after the the miss
1: i you know i don't know but maybe that just happens through time like he gets back to being sort of like what we know he's like everyone says he's got that that sort of fiery personality behind the scenes and um so i i I, you know i but i think in that first year he'll be just sort of it sounds so i don't i don't want to like come off as i'm like i'm saying he's he can't like but I do think there's just this idea of at the start of the year, you keep your head above water and like just you know like not stay out of your own way, like let this work because the, the talent's there and and put your stamp on it and and find your role. Like people so quickly forget, Eme was not good at the start of last no. year. Like there was a lot of questions about like what is this guy doing, and he eventually got it and like eventually he found his voice and then you. You know, the flip side of that is everyone says to me, oh, coach, it's not that big of a deal. No, this team took on his personality by the end of the year, and that was huge to them getting where they did. And so it is a loss in terms of like what what they – how much impact he could have last year. Missoula is very good. He probably didn't expect to be thrown into this role, but he will figure it out. And um, my lukewarm take is that as long as the players are good and do what they do – uh, we we probably won't focus too much on the coach, even though it's like an obvious storyline. This
0: Is my Luke we well, got a hot hey, take? got. I, I, got mean, a- I would not be shocked if Missoula is a better in-game coach than Embiid. I would I mean, not be shocked. Would not be shocked. And look, right,
1: and but but he but he, can't, he might not push them the same way, but he right. can push the buttons it's, in a better exactly. way. Exactly, and so that's okay.
0: why it's a it's a whole different like. There's a lot of stuff beyond in-game stuff when you're dealing with an NBA team. And so those are the, those are the questions, but I like it. a tactical standpoint. That that's, that's what I'm throwing out there. All right, Forrestberg, you're off the clock. This was a good pod. This was good, this was good, this, was good. this roared fast. Um, make sure you're checking out all this stuff. NBC sports boss. He's had a lot of great exclusive interviews from media. We're data. back, baby. covid has gone. It's gone. Chris can talk to us. He's, I'm going to see him at the garden. I mean, crazy. it's crazy. I don't even great. know what I'm going to do. I don't so, remember where to park. <laughs> All right, so make sure you're checking him, him out on the airwaves, on the Celtics Talk Pod, um, after games, all year long. He'll be around and regular here, too, on the Winning Plays Pod. Rate, review, subscribe, and we'll be back with you guys for next week.